Oh, a Proudly African. So why is the title of the song? You've got uh, our very own uh, Jabu Kangile, Africa and worldwide renowned Papa Wemba, uh, Yusondo, and many, many others. Beautiful, beautiful song. It's eight minutes after 11 here on uh, Late Night Conversations, 104 to 107 nationwide. That's where you get us and on DSTV Channel 814. It's time for us to get into the closets. We're talking about dealing with the stigma of not having a child. Patricia Dooley on SAFM. This part of the program is not suitable for sensitive listeners and for anyone under the age of 18. Note that the views expressed on this show are not that of the station or the presenter. Closet Conversations. Hey teamers, remember if you'd like to join in on the conversation, you dial 011-714-2006 or SMS41391. WhatsApps go to 0614-104-107. Remember that um, this is quite a, a sensitive topic, but we would love to hear from you, what your experiences have been, and if you've got encouragement for those who are facing this current um, you know, situation of not being able to have children, the stigma associated with it. Some, it's by choice, but they still have stigma following them. So do call in or WhatsApp or SMS. Let's welcome our A-team coach, Matawe Matsopula, who's not just a live coach. She's also a seasoned journalist, an inspirational speaker, and a mom and an entrepreneur. All things great. That's what Coach Matawe does. Good evening, Coach. Good evening, Patricia, and good evening to the A-teamers. Thank you for being strong. I know you've been through a lot and uh, we, our hearts were going out to you the entire week last week. And uh, today you're strong and back on the wagon. Thank you so much for the support and the love. <laughs> so today we're dealing with stigma. Other people are not having children by choice. Others, it's medical reasons. But society still feels it's their business to poke yeah. their noses in people's biological clocks and start calling names, whether you're a man or a woman, once you reach a certain age, Abu Malume will start asking, how can you When are you bringing us grandchildren? You know, and then they start calling you all sorts of derogatory names. So how do we deal with the stigma associated with not having kids, especially if it's not by choice? And it's quite painful because when you are labeled, uh, called all these uh, names that are, are so upsetting, it is like you, you're being stamped with uh, a stamp of shame. It's, it's heavily put on you. And it's actually not fair because uh, we don't, those who, who have kids, we don't, uh, yes, we plan or sometimes we don't plan but it's not uh, our making or our, our ability or even our power that we have kids. Now, it's so, it's so disturbing when um, one who did not choose not to have kids, uh, they're born that way or medical reasons, they're not able to have kids, they're being called names. Uh, it, it's quite, it, it's quite uh, disturbing. And for the person who's receiving that, who's being called names, it takes a lot out of them not to define themselves with those names that they are being given or that they're being called. It takes quite a lot for a person to understand who they are, to love themselves and to know that, you know what, I'm enough, actually. 
You know, uh, yesterday in our Clavorant Medium uh, session, um, we had an A-team caller, a male caller, who was asking, you know, the Clavorant Medium to, to say whether or not him and his wife will ever get children. And it seems they've been married, I think it was two or three years, and there were no children. And just from that and today's topics, I realized that it, it's not the stress that we feel or the anguish that we feel or anxiety that we feel when we are unable to have children on time the way people plan for us. But it's the pressure that comes from other people. Mm. Um, and, and like you say, it's difficult um, to be able to still keep your head up and define yourself without using the derogatory words and, and um, you know, stares that you get from family and friends. How do we first help self to be able to stand if you are not able to bear children because of biological reasons or you have reached your ripe age and you have known all this time that you don't want to have children for whatever reasons, but people don't know that. So they look at you and say, how, oh, Patricia, at the age of 40, you still don't have children. What's wrong with you? Or how, Ben, you're already 40 and you don't have children. What's wrong? Why, Why aren't you giving us children? So how do we learn how to walk in our greatness despite having children or not having children? And the, the problem here is that you find yourself each time having to explain yourself. Why should there be something wrong? <laughs> you know, it, it's one of those things that uh, you, you each time uh, you are told, hey, uh, aren't you having kids? What's going on? Or you guys for for over a year now or for, for over two years for those who've been married for over 10 years there are also those type of things but as i said in the beginning one has to just sit down and know that you know what i am enough and for those who did not choose not to have kids what one needs to know is that it is not my fault so they shouldn't feed and blame themselves because when you take on the blame and start blaming yourself that, you know what, it's my fault that I cannot have kids, uh, is you then uh, you can even go into depression of some, of some sort. It's not healthy to mm, start with. Mm. Therefore, do not blame yourself because it's not within anyone's powers to have kids. And there are also other options, you know. If if you've done all you can, uh, you've tried all you can, and there's still no luck, or you're still not blessed, or you still don't have the miracle of having a child, there are other options. Uh, I mean, there are uh, surrogacy, we've got IVF. You can even adopt if you really want to have a child. But it's, it's your choice not to. Just be content. And you literally don't have to explain yourself. But... Uh, to the family members or for for those who are around you, you can sit down with them to share with them to say, listen, this is the situation so that you've got a support structure. I'm glad that you said, because I was going to ask you that, should we be explaining ourselves? Because if I was in that position, (laughs) I wasn't going to feel the need to explain to anyone what I'm going through unless you're a person that's within my circle, my inner circle, where I can then, you know, express what I'm going through and you are there to support me, not just to glean in Daba, you know, you are just there to glean in Daba so you can spread them around. But I'm glad you said we don't have to explain ourselves. No. Because, and and the sad thing about our society where Matau is that a lot of the onus when it comes to uh, especially barrenness 
is left on the woman. Yep. And, and most times, the, the man is never considered until something then happens. Let's go to a voice note from one of our A-teamers and hear what our A-teamer has to say. Remember, if you'd like to send us a voice note with your experience um, or you want to give encouragement to someone who's going through a, a period of childlessness and you know, you, you, you've you been through it and you want to give some encouragement, please send a WhatsApp to 0614-104-107 or call in on 011-714-2006. Uh, good evening, Sis Patricia. Um, this is Savel all the way from Pushback Ridge. Well, the stigma of not having a kid. Um, currently, what I'm experiencing, out of uh, my my grandmother's grandchildren, I think we're 21 in total. So I'm actually the last generation born in the 90s. So I'm born in 1993. So I'm the only one who's left behind not having a kid. The stigma is I'm, I'm always pressured by my grandmother, my other cousins as well. Like that, yeah, I need to test whether um, can I have a child or not. But um, for me, the aim is not um, having a kid. I'm 28 as it is. So I'm still goal-orientated. I think the perfect time hasn't come. And I haven't met the right person. So I think when you want to have a kid, you should be prepared. Um, from your previous topic, financial as well, you should be prepared. It's not an, a walk in the park. So I actually would like to see my child having what I couldn't have as a young kid. Thank you. Thank you very much, Sabella, for sharing that. And I'm sure it's not an easy journey that you're facing, but you're so young. I mean, who's pressuring a 28-year-old to start having kids? Coach, our society, <laughs> a 28-year-old. I mean, uh, at least he's being pressured uh, at 28. And I like what Sabella has said to say uh, he's choosing not to have a kid right now because he doesn't feel ready. And it's a personal choice. When he's ready, he will do it. And uh, again, it's, the pressures are just coming from all over. And uh, your peers might be that they have kids. I, I remember with me, when I was, uh, everybody around me and uh, the people that I went to school with, uh, they had kids before they reached 21. There is me, I'm 25, I don't have a child. Uh, each time I went home uh, during uh, the holidays, the first thing that they did was to check my tummy. And uh, they <laughs> they couldn't hold themselves anymore and they asked, uh, what's going on? Is there a problem? Do you have a problem uh, giving birth? And, and stuff like that. And by that time, when you're going to the shops and stuff like that, uh, those your age, that your peers, they're calling each other with their kids' name. Maso and so. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, and there you are. They're looking at you. They're the same age. Some are even younger than you. But they think that you, you, you are a girl. You haven't arrived. You haven't achieved. Just because you don't have a child as yet. So without carrying the stamp of shame of being labeled that you, you know, you're barren or whatever they call, they, they call a woman or a man, there is the other thing of people feel they have a right, some sort of right to disrespect you because 
uh, you don't have a child. Uh, they think you are less of a woman or less of a man, but you are not. But it clearly shows that our society has double standards, yeah? What, you're not married. They don't know your partner, but they expect you to be pregnant because you're over the age of 25 and you're working, yeah. you're qualified. So, hey, sis funingan. But on mm-hmm. the other hand, when we are raised, we are raised to sex before marriage is a no-go don't do it that's what they want first but now all of a sudden then there's something wrong with us as a society please talk yeah. to us Matawe talk to us as the coach it's cool man. we must not be like this double standards and then on top of that putting pressure on people for something that is none of your business uh, and you, you know the, the other thing is that so many women have got uh, medical uh, problems, they've got medical issues and they're struggling to actually fall pregnant. There are just so many things. I mean, research shows that uh, 20% of uh, South African couples struggle with infertility. So you can imagine if each time you meet somebody your age, the first thing they will ask you uh, right now is like, hey, you have kids. Uh, when you say yes, uh, when you say no, oh, at your age, what are you still waiting for? Like, hey, yeah? And uh, it's like when you don't have a child or when you're not married, there will be there will be labels, and you are being labeled as the one with the problem. Meanwhile, if we were kind enough, gentle enough, and not judgmental, get to know a person before you even jump into why are you not having a child? Oh no, uh, maybe uh, if uh, perhaps it's a married couple. You, you get advices from all over. Everybody feels they've got a right to tell you what you can do. Perhaps take it easy, you know. Uh, maybe whenever you're having sex, perhaps you're doing it too much. You're stressing the body. Everybody's an expert, mm. right? <laughs> they will tell you all sort of things to do. At the age of 21, um, I went to see uh, my gynecologist because every year I would go to do my all-round medical checks and whatnot, your pap smear and whatnot. I was told that I've got a condition called endometriosis. And my doctor then said to me, it's quite severe. And the reason I had gone was because of the irregular menstrual periods that I had, the period. And when they checked, I was put on uh, several uh, treatments and whatnot. I think at the age of 22, I was told, you know what, uh, we're just going to try and control this, but you won't be able to have kids. I loved kids. And one day I, in my head was that thing, you know, I, want, I would love to have my own kids and all uh, stuff like that. I tell you that day, I went, in, went out of the doctor's room, went into a taxi, came back to my house, I sat down, I took leave from work. I was already working by then. I took leave from work, a week's leave. And I'll tell you what I was doing. I was mourning a loss of a child that I've never had. Because for me, that was such a pain that I would never have a kid that's my own. Uh, and uh, I love kids so much. Mujimu, why would you punish me like that? You're looking at it from those eyes because we are conditioned that way. Mm. That, you know, you must have a child, you must have a husband, you must have that, and then you have arrived and whatnot. But personally, I loved kids. I wanted to have the kids. And when I was told at that age, it literally broke me. So I'm saying to A-teamers, we need to be very sensitive towards people who do not have kids, despite you not knowing what their reasons are, because you don't know the state of the emotions and
feelings that they are going through. It takes some time. Firstly, you will go through those emotions where you're feeling, oh my God, a feeling of grief, a feeling of loss. And at that moment, you've got to acknowledge those feelings so that you are able to deal with them. Yeah, more than uh, being sensitive, A-team is mind your business. Yeah. I think, we, we just put it straight, A-team is mind your business. This thing of, ha, ah, your stomach, you, are you pregnant? Mm. Listen, the person could be having um, a growth in their Fibroid. stomach. Fibroids or a growth and... And now, now, now you're making someone feel uncomfortable, you know. Mind your business. Let me go to Sipo. Hey, Tima Sipo, good evening. Hello. Sipo. Hi, Sipo, good evening. Yeah, hello, how are you, Patricia? I'm minding my own business. <laughs> <laughs> this one is just, that's what you should be doing, girl. That's what you should be doing. You know, people, <laughs> you know, people who are normally ask those kind of questions, the way I judge them, I used to say, they are very, they are very uh, naive, really. They are not smart at all. They are, they're just barbaric. Because it's the same thing like if you, if now you haven't seen a person for quite some time, then you, you meet a person in town or wherever. Then the person say, oh, you have gone very fast. Now what, what's the problem? Or uh, you have gone very thin. How does he, he or she expect you to answer the question? You know, it sounds so stupid. But unfortunately, we live amongst people who does not think before they ask questions. They just don't care, you know, unfortunately. But I don't know, really personally, I don't know how to deal with those people. Because imagine you are in town and then the person just, just greets you and then asks you those kind of questions. How are you going? Then even the people who are passing by, you know, they start looking at you. <laughs> Amen. Amen. But what can you say? You know what, Sipo? One thing that I I do know I do is that if people want to comment on anything concerning me, I I let it pass through. Like, I I give you your room, your platform. You've got freedom of speech. I don't respond to you. I don't let it into my emotions. Mamela, there's nothing about you that I'm going to entertain. And then afterwards, I'll ask you, how are you doing? Are are you okay? Enough about me. Are you okay? And then let them zoom in on themselves. Thanks, though, Sipo. Um, And, Coach, how does Sipo deal with these... Uh, clearly, they're not A-teamers because they're not minding their own business. I don't know which team they belong to. <laughs> but those people who want to comment on, when are you having children? How many children do you and your husband have now? Um, look at you. You're so fat. So, oh, you're so thin. Oh, what happened? So yellow bone. You know, so yeah. how do we respond and act out towards those people? Because not everyone has thick skin like me. Yeah, and and you know what? Unfortunately, in many African marriages, women are mostly blamed, right, mm-hmm. when uh, there are no kids in in the marriage, and uh, society has made it their business, uh, a, a woman's uterus, their business, which is not. <laughs> I think the sickness here is uh, we ha- there is a syndrome of put him or her down uh, by saying now. When I started telling you the story about myself, I finally, uh, uh, God blessed me with my first daughter when I was uh, 28. And I was happy because they, I was praying for this miracle, it happened. Now, mm. guess what? Now she has a child. The second question, like you, you will never be enough <sighs> for the next person. Therefore, do yourself a favor. Be enough 
for you. You can never be enough for the society, your neighbors, your family, your friends, because people have got standards uh, that they put for people to achieve. Yet, in their own lives, there are so many steps that they've not even taken, but they get fulfilled when they look outside the window and start pointing. Now, where is the, uh, oh, now you've got two girls. They ask, where is the boy? Mm. Because you can never satisfy a human being. Never try, never go out of your way to want to try and satisfy the next person. You are the first and you are the last. Do you satisfy you? And then for those who don't know the slogan for today, mind your business. Nkosnati's on the line. <laughs> Good evening, AT1 Nkosnati. I'm just reminding everyone to mind their own business, Baba. I hope you are not going to be offended. Absolutely <laughs> not. Um, I think I'm more being thick-skinned uh, than you guys because you're young. Uh, I, I am minding my own business. Uh, but, you know... I, when I got married, I think about 40 years ago, uh, I had my grandparents, particularly my grandmother. Um, it's it's better if you don't have a problem uh, where your wife hasn't got a problem in conceiving, but you just, you, you're still chilling, you're still planning. And if somebody asks you questions, it's easy. You don't feel offended. But my granny, after six months into the marriage, she, she asked me, when are, when are you, when is your wife is going to be pregnant? Uh, it's a bit, it's worrying. And I remember when we had our last son, uh, he, she saw him growing up. Then she called me aside the other day. She was quite old, uh, late 90s. She asked me, why Makoti that kind of thing you can't go to your wife and and, and, and tell her that granny is uh, complaining because we, we we had already planned that the boy is the last one and that's it. Um, but the granny wanted more wanted a mob of children and and, and uh, yeah it, it's just <sighs> It's there. I think it's it's in the human nature. Uh, they, they can't mind their business. I I think we, we are yet to see that generation. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you guys. Thank you, thank you, Kosnati. Slogan for today: Mind your own business. But uh, according to Wam Kosnati, there's a generation that just can't. So we need to just deal with them. Tsakhvato uh, is on the line. Eighty Tsakhvato. Good evening. Good evening. Uh, I actually wanted to tell you this story, I would say. It's my son who, who, who passed on. He got a car accident and passed on in 2019. Condolences. And uh, he had a girlfriend. And they only lost their pregnancy 10 days before his death. Sure. Through ectopic pregnancy. And the girl lost uh, his, her tube. And he said to me, Mommy, you know what? I lost the fiancé. I lost the, the, an organ, I lost a child, and I lost a fertility. I'm not sure about myself. All that I can wish for is for you to help maybe uh, me to help her get a group where, you can, where she can be able to talk with others 
about what she went through because I'm I'm aware that according to her, her age might make her not to have children and the conditions she went through might make her not to get children. But I would Mm. really wish to help her so much. And what worries me more is that my other uh, daughter-in-law is the one who is not so supportive to her. Even though they were not married, but I felt that she's my daughter. I would Mm. wish really to help her. I would wish you to help me with this. Mm. So, Father, just stay on the line. Uh, Matawe, what uh, um, a really touching and, and sad story that uh, yeah, Father is, is sharing. Maybe do you have some questions for her and maybe also a way forward because she still wants to give support to her, um, her, what, her son's... Her daughter. Yeah, her daughter. Her yeah. daughter. Yeah. Mm. Has she, she seen a therapist? I think if if not, the the first thing would be uh, accompany her, go with her because she clearly needs you to hold her hand and be there for her. Uh, go together with her, uh, see a therapist so that she can talk through the emotions and the feelings that she is going through because she's not only mourning the loss of uh, the fiancé, but it's also mourning the loss of, uh, of the child she was expecting plus the loss of the future kids that uh, she was hoping to or to have in the in the near i mean in the near future i think the first step will also be just to go and see a therapist okay because no, there when you you go to a therapist they would also know a group of uh women who've gone through similar situations and uh who would have like groups and to talk about this and how they've gone through the journey and how they've dealt with it mm. Because to be honest, the last time uh, when we were talking about it, she said to me, Mommy, if I can get someone who can at least give me a male to, 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 to a male spam to, to, to have children, I would do that. And I said mm-hmm. to her, you know what, my daughter, if I had it, I will give it to you. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, when she sees even a fertility counselor, uh, for them to actually do the whole to check her to check her and do the or the whole medical check as well to also tell her the options that she has okay. there might still be options for her to have a child but she won't know them if she's not consulting she needs to go and consult with a gynecologist a fertility counselor as well find out what the options are for her to to conceive or for her to have a child Okay, thank you so much. Thank you, Tsukhfato, uh, for sharing your story. Very touching. And I hope you get in counseling as well because you've also lost a son. Yeah. Yes, I will. I will. Thank you so much. Thank you. At the end of the show, Coach Matawa's number will be there. Perhaps you, you can, um, you know, contact her for some uh, counseling. Thanks, Tsukhfato. Okay, thank you. A-teamers, we are talking about a very sensitive closet conversation uh, discussion here, uh, dealing with the stigma of not having children, the pressure that you get from in-laws, from society. Yeah, 
kopoze basa next door and mm. people telling you biological clock is ticking people are not minding their own business basically that's what we're dealing about here but we're also dealing with you as an individual who's going through this how are you feeling how are you coping who is your support group do you need some support or perhaps you're like Tehofato our A-teamer uh, who called in and related the story of her daughter you know and, and what the daughter has gone through and the daughter's desire around uh, giving birth so call in Perhaps you can get the assistance like Tsarofato has gotten and some way forward. The number to dial is 011-714-2006 or WhatsApp 614 SMSs are one rand each and you SMS to 41391. Late Night Conversations, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. This part of the program is not suitable for sensitive listeners and for anyone under the age of 18. Note that the views expressed on this show are not that of the station or the presenter. Closet Conversations. Still in conversation with the coach uh, Matawe Matsapula, who's talking to us about how to deal with the stigma of not having a child. Remember, you are more than welcome as an A-teamer to weigh in and give us your experience, ask your questions, 011-714-2006 or WhatsApp 614 On the line, I've got Anonymous. Good evening, Anonymous. Good evening, my darling. And I see your, your guest is well today. I'm happy for her. I just want to ask Coach Matawe a question. You know, when people get married, young people, and they don't have children for some reason or the other, as you mentioned, due to some problem uh, with one or the other, but they divorce, they don't have no patience, and they don't go and attend to uh, the thing they'd rather divorce and marry somebody else so that person can give them children. You know, that's uh, one way uh, that I know it happened in someone with someone I know, or many people I know this happened. But although some people have patience, but some people have no patience whatsoever. And I know I don't have children, but people always look at me and they say, you don't have any children. So I have no, I married late in life. So I, I, I didn't want children early, but I married late in life after the menopausal phase, so I can't have children. And sometimes when you marry uh, early too and you want to have a, cho- a child, sometimes the male does not want to have a child, so he does not insert his, his eggs in you. He, like, relieves his eggs out all over the, you know, on the face cloth or on the towel or on the sheets or everywhere else because he knows when he's going to relieve his eggs because he, he knows his body better than you do. So, so you won't be able to get children even when you're married. So you, even if you want to take a chance to have children, you can't have children if a male does not insert his, you know, if he releases it out everywhere else and not in you. So oh. I don't know how my sister there is going to help me. <laughs> well, look, um, um, <laughs> Anonymous, I don't know how you wanted to help you because you said you made the choice of not having, you know, no, I, children. No, I married late in life, but I'm talking about, like, if the male you married, uh, I married very late in life. Uh-huh. So if I was not going to have children because I was going through a menopausal phase at the time I got married. And, in fact, I told you the last time, that's why I've got divorced because of, uh, uh, you know, agitation and mm-hmm, the heat mm-hmm. and everything else. So I, uh, but I'm just saying that's, uh, it, you, you first 
got married, now you don't know what you're going through, whether you're going through menopause or whether you're going through uh, what problem you're going through. But when you're married and the male does not insert his, his eggs inside you, a female cannot fall pregnant. Okay, so your, your issue is how, how does a partner convince the other partner to ejaculate inside so that she can get uh, pregnant? Okay, yes. get the question. Thanks, Anonymous. Yes, thank you. Coach Matawa, a tricky one here. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think it's that tricky. When a person decides they want to, to come outside, perhaps they're not ready to have a child and they're not having that conversation with you to say, hey, I'm not ready as yet. I would rather hold, uh, uh, come outside because I'm not ready to have a kid, which is unfair. I think what should happen is that when people get married, they also need to sit down and discuss, communicate and talk about uh, plan. I mean, family planning, do, do we want to have uh, kids right away? Uh, do we start planning for the child and stuff like that? Don't just, uh, uh, I mean, come outside of a woman uh, hiding. You take your contraceptives and not telling him that you're not ready as yet. Or for those who know that uh, doctors have told them that they've got conditions, it might be a struggle for them to have kids and stuff like that, be honest with your partner because you will remain strong if you are a team in case it takes a journey for you to have a child. If you are upfront and you are honest with each other to say, listen, I am not ready as yet. Uh, let's try in two years time. Or I've got a situation or a medical condition. We might need to go through fertility treatment. But be honest with your partner. Honesty is the best policy. Let's go to this voice note. Voice note, please, Phineas. Thank you. Uh, good evening, Sis Patricia, uh, and to your wonderful guest on the line as well. Um, I think, you know, the issue <laughs> regarding the stigma that we are actually discussing at the moment, I think we, it must come to a point where I think our families and anyone who is our close family members must try to understand that bringing a child into this world comes with a, a lot of responsibility. So it's not just about making a baby and the baby comes into this world and then that's it, wow, hey, everybody comes around, it's happy, blah, blah, blah. comes with a lot of res- responsibility. And once you take that decision, you must understand it's going to affect you for the rest of your life. So it's not just a once-off thing. So I think it's important to make everyone understand that when the time comes you are ready and the family is ready and you are also ready this is not about them making them happy it's about you as yourself are you able to take the responsibility and so on so it's not a mistake if not having a baby it's not a mistake if not even you're not able to conceive either Thanks, A-Team. Uh, coach, I'm going to read this one from Anonymous who says, uh, Patricia, can you please ask your guest to comment on the topic of not getting children from a spiritual perspective? Pressure from aunties, etc. One likes or wants to have children, but for some reason one cannot find the right partner or relationships don't materialize. Um, this is Anonymous. Can you comment on that? Mm, so she's, the, the ATM is basically saying, what if it's not biological or by choice, but it's spiritual? 
well, I wouldn't. Uh, I, I'm not a, uh, a a traditional healer or a sangoma per se, but I've had uh, some of my close friends who are practicing uh, healers. Uh, some of them took time to to have kids they were trying they wanted to have kids it it, it, it was not happening and until the time they took calls like they were called they are called and they headed the calling and it happened they they, they then uh, had kids uh, so i i'm not sure if i'm answering uh, anonymous uh, question though but if that's her question sometimes it might just be that uh, perhaps our Pansy they're saying uh, we want you to listen to us and until you, you put your ear and listen to what they want and what they are saying uh, they you might not have uh, the kids but I'm not screwed up on that on that side of things, so I don't want to give you the wrong answers. If you feel Uguchi, it's a, it's a spiritual thing. You are you've gone to the doctors; they've said to you uh, everything is fine, is hundred percent. Then perhaps consult, find out what exactly is going on, what is the issue, what needs to be done. If it's uh, you're talking spirituality in terms of is there something that I'm not getting, then connect with your God. Speak with your God. Speak to the Holy Spirit. What is the issue? Open my womb. If you, you're a Christian, look at it from the biblical uh, perspective as well. Uh, I, I mean, the Bible says what is impossible with men, it is possible with God. Perhaps you need to go back to the Creator to say, hey, uh, hello, can you kindly address my situation? Speak to, the, to God for him to address the situation. Yeah, um, so this one is uh, from our A-team in Orange Farm, Joseph, who says, Good evening and welcome back, Coach. Times have changed, especially for Africans. For some, it may be career-driven and a lot more personally. I'm not ready and prepared. And again, it might be forever. I make my choices humbly, so I won't be told. So yeah, good for you, Joseph. Yeah, good, good for make, good for for the eighteen. Yeah, make your choice and stick by it, whatever it may be. Another one here says, "I'm 35 years old. I'm a male. Uh, my ex-girlfriend and I were in a relationship for four years. We tried to get a baby, but nothing happened. She cheated on me. Now she is pregnant and getting married with my friend." Now my family asked me, "When are you bringing me a grandchild?" It's depressing. Mm. Any words of encouragement for this A-team, coach? Because, you're, yeah, I mean, four yeah, years with your partner and no child, and then now she's with your friend and she's pregnant and getting married. Where not? Nothing. And I would think wherever he is, he's thinking perhaps he has a problem was me. I'm the one who can't uh, uh, have children. Uh, I would say he needs to, to consult, he needs to go and see a doctor, go through fertility treatment. But again, he should not blame himself. No one chooses uh, to to say I to to be the way we are. We brought on earth uh, the way God wants us to be. Some of the challenges that we go through are not uh, what uh, we we've created ourselves. It's not His doing. So he must just uh, seek therapy as well, besides uh, going and, and seeking medical help.
Mm-hmm. And, and uh, you know, back to that question of the spiritual side as well uh, that Aitima asked about. It's not always medical. It's not always biological. Sometimes it is spiritual that you and this person are not meant to have churned together because everything happens for a reason and every person is born with a gift. So perhaps there's nothing wrong with our A-teamer who's 35 years old. Perhaps he will find a partner and have a child with his partner as well. Maybe they were just not meant to be together. Yeah, and and sometimes you're with a person that you are not supposed to have a child with. As a result, Mm. it doesn't doesn't happen. You look at yourself, you start blaming yourself. You're like, oh, maybe there's something wrong with me. But with the person that you are meant to have kids with, you you might even find that there is no struggle. It happens once, you're pregnant, like, hey, what was happening? And you find that the other person on the other side, they also meet somebody else and they have kids and the other days uh, one anonymous uh, who sent through a message i'm not sure if it, it was a message uh about being ready first and, yes. and all those type of things one thing about kids is that there is no back to the sender here i want you to hold that we're going to get to that back to the sender note after this quick break Patricia closet conversations we are talking with a coach Matawe and we're talking about dealing with the stigma of not having children. And before the break, coach, you were saying that with children, there's no send back to sender. Trust me, I know that. I've got three of them. Mm. <laughs> you get so frustrated like hey, up, So you need to be ready. Yeah. Emotionally, spiritually, mentally, physically, and financially. financially. Yeah. So, it's, it's, it's not something that you go through um, as if I call it. And, and the other, other people also make the decision that, no, I'm not going to have children. Um, n- nothing spiritual, nothing biological. I just don't want to have mm. children. I've got a friend like that. Um, mm. she's, she's four years my senior. And she just, since we were young, before I had my first child, she said, no, I'm not going to have children. I, I, I don't want to have children. I'm, I, I'd rather be a godmother to your children. So other people make those decisions. And then here you come when, you know, and then you ask, but why are you in your 30s and there's no child? What's wrong with you? You know? And you know what, the, what, what what's wrong with people <laughs> is that when you don't have, they ask you, when are you going to have? You start having kids now. Now they are feeling you are you are making too many babies. <laughs> hey, how how fancy? Like there are comments because you can never satisfy people, right? Or even family. Now you've got the many kids that they wanted. Let's say it happens like the conditions that we are in now, the tough times that we are in now. There is uh, a high rate of unemployment and stuff like that. You are now unemployed. Uh, now they coming back to say, hey, Lena, and all those type of things. Yet, this way, the people, when you didn't even have one, they were behind you asking when, when, when. Now the kids are here. And this is the time where you can't even say back to the sender because I want to get my life back into shape or my finances back into shape. They are there. You need to figure out life with them around. Therefore, it's quite important not to go and have a child because you want to please someone or you are under pressure or you want to keep somebody, you know? 
You know, there's something that came to my mind about our 35-year-old uh, A-teamer. And, and I'm, I'm just speculating here, right? Taking from the information A-teamer gave us and the scenarios we painted, it could be possible that the girlfriend for four years was on contraceptives and he was not aware of it. And when he had you the friend, even... she stopped because she's always wanted the friend and not the A-teamer. So no, people, yeah, so people don't, we, we shouldn't be weighing, you know, our, our self-worth or ability to conceive based on partners. Because, yeah. you know, people can lie for days. Mm. And you've put it so correctly. That's why uh, when uh, I said being honest with, with a partner is quite important. And not everybody is honest in relationships. Mm-hmm. Not everybody is. Mm-hmm. Therefore, uh, uh, the 35-year-old ATM needs to go uh, and uh, seek medical assistance, uh, consult, check his uh, options, what the options are, and uh, also see someone, a therapist, because you sit at a corner, you're blaming yourself, there is this shame, the other thing is uh, you know, what will people say now that... Uh, that my ex is married to my friend, they have a kid. You know, there is a lot of things that will go through one's mind. But at the end of the day, he just needs to acknowledge his feelings uh, and uh, from there address those feelings and seek medical professional help. Because like you're rightfully saying, Mm -hmm. she might have been on contraceptive. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's round out with this one. Uh, Donald Rustenberg says the problem mostly for married couples is if they take long without having a baby, sometimes one will cheat to satisfy people outside. Yeah, People are cheating to satisfy other people. Satisfy yourself and your partner. Stick to your commitment. Commit to self first. Coach, I think a lot of people are probably waiting to get your number so they can get some, you know, life coaching around such issues. Please uh, tell us how do we get in touch? Mm-hmm. Uh, just remember, A-teamers, that you are enough. Whatever choices you make, you are enough and be kind to yourself. To get a hold of me, I'm on 72 Simple as that. Thank you very much, Coach Matawe. A blessed a week pleasure. ahead. You too, Patricia. Thank you so much. Hey, teamers, it's time for us uh, to head on home, but uh, stay safe and make sure that you wake up uh, to the great voice and great content of Asanda Better at 3 a.m. as she gives you sound awake. May goodness and grace lead you to the great heights of success.